0: Welcome to the Red Bra Project Podcast, where Red Bra Moments Live. I'm Renee Baus, founder and co-creator of the Red Bra Project. Each week, my co-host Shauna and I bring new conversations from amazing women all over the globe, sharing their stories of hope, wisdom, inspiration, and power, right alongside of grit, sweat, resilience, beauty, and tears. These stories help to elevate and inspire your life, creating a positive ripple effect. Get ready to feel the energy, motivation, and self assurance to rock your everyday. We are so excited to have you join us. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to the Red Bra Project. We are here with episode number 46, and we're so excited to bring you our guest tonight. And I have my beautiful co-host with me tonight, Shauna. Hey.
1: Hi. Thanks for welcoming me back. It's exciting to be here. It's so exciting. I'm so excited for our guest tonight.
0: I know. So our guest, which we are going to pass the mic, so to speak, to her here in a second, is has actually been nominated by one of our other guests. So. All the way back in episode number 36, we sat down with the amazing Lisa Michelle. Um, She is representing and supporting women in aviation, and she has a beautiful story. Um, So you have to go back and watch her episode. But she has nominated the incredible Miss Ashley Steed to be with us tonight. And so we are so excited to jump in, learn more about Ashley and her story, and kind of why she's here with us on the Red Brawl Project. So Ashley, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from?
2: Hi, Renee and Shauna. Thank you for having me. Really happy to be here. Um, well, I, um, I well, let's just start with how I know Lisa. Lisa and I met as flight attendants um, at WestJet, and both of us have kind of branched off into um, different uh, avenues of aviation since then. Um, and uh, she became an Amy, and I'm uh, working on my commercial pilot's license. So that's uh, yeah that's the gist of it, I guess. <laughs> um, I, uh, am going about it in a bit of a unique way because I am still a flight attendant. I, um, and a lot of the schools in the South of Canada are full. I actually fly. I take periodic leaves of absence from flying my flying at West And then I go and I, um, I'll fly up to the Northwest territories and I'll spend a month and a half there. And, uh, plow through my hours that way in chunks like that and then I do my ground school all online and uh yeah <laughs> so it's a bit of an adventure it's a bit of a it's a bit of a trek, but it's uh, what's going to get it done the quickest for me and uh yeah so
1: yeah. awesome. <laughs> so where did this passion for flying begin because I mean becoming a flight attendant first and um is this something that you traveled a lot maybe? Yeah. I don't, um, I don't really know.
2: It just, it's sort of, I mean, it happened totally by accident because I actually started my aviation career at this airline that I'm doing my, uh, license at, I'm doing my training at. It's called Northwestern Air Lease. The flight school is, uh, Terry Harold School of Aviation. And, uh, just after university, I didn't know what I wanted to do or where I wanted to go. And my dad's from the territories and I have family up there and they were like, oh, go do that. Cause you know, why not? <laughs> so just go on an adventure and, and figure things out. And I got up there and I was like, how I'm not, I didn't know how I was going to survive in this a small town in the North. And so I was like, I better work for the airline so I can escape to Edmonton every once in a while. <laughs> um, so I got a job with them as a cargo agent and uh, which was really cool and just kind of introduced me to dangerous goods and all that. And I had thought about pilot at that point briefly, but it just, you know, It was, I was 22, Um, all the pilots were guys. Um, Very intimidating, especially when you're 22, to try and break into a boys club. Um, And, but one of the pilots was dating a WestJet flight attendant, Um, her name was Nancy, and she would come up on her days off to see him. And she said, what are you doing here? (laughs) Are you working in cargo? It was like you're friendly and you speak french like you should be a flight attendant and at that moment i thought why the heck am i not a flight attendant <laughs> you know so then i applied and 2 weeks later i had the job and the rest cool. of history so and then with you know wanting to be a pilot it just you know i i kind of shoved the idea in the back of my head but then now i've been a flight attendant for 12 years and you know it's it's a lot of fun and I work with great people and it, it is exciting and different every day, but it's also a lot of the same. And I think most people crave a challenge um, eventually when you get kind of comfortable in your surroundings and, and you want a little bit more. And uh, um, yeah, and I just thought, well, why not? And then, you know, but at the same time, there's that little bit of fear, that little bit, oh, I don't know if I can do it. It's kind of a big deal flying an airplane. Um, and big responsibility. And then I worked with um, a female pilot and I uh, was talking about it. And she had um, she had gone to the school and instructed at Moncton Flight College and I live in Fredericton and her one of her students was instructing at Moncton Flight College. And she said, I'm gonna text my friend, Krista. You're gonna email them and set up a, a flight. You just have to go up. You just need to go up. And uh, so I did, I went for my discovery flight with Krista, And what was hilarious is I knew Krista and I didn't realize I knew Krista until I got there. She had, had also worked for WestJet and I had met her through WestJet. It's just, it, I don't know. It's crazy. It's a crazy network of people. And uh, so I went up with, with Krista and I knew what, when we got in the plane, I was like, I'm either going to love this and it's going to take over my life or I'm going to hate it. <laughs> and I loved it. So, and then that's just kind of been my focus ever since. So that's been, that'll be a year ago in January that I did that. So,
0: yeah. (laughs) That is so cool. A year ago in January to think about, and just to listen to you tell your story, you know, you started in cargo, somebody planted a seed and was like, Hey, what are you doing? Why aren't you doing this? And you thought about it. You're like, yeah, but why not? Um, that is really, really neat, uh, especially to be able to work in different areas of aviation and kind of take that with you. And when you become a pilot, you're going to have so much appreciation for your entire team, the ones that, you know, you may not even speak to when you get on a plane and fly it. So
2: yeah, absolutely. Um, it is really cool because you do like as a cargo agent, especially in the north, your. are um, they're carrying a lot of different dangerous goods um but then you know as a flight attendant in the south you're not you know i don't see a lot of dangerous goods now but we still have to do dangerous goods training and we still have to have all that so i kind of had all that background um and now going back into the north it's like i have that sort of that uh you know previous knowledge and you know i I have a better idea what i'm getting into if i do decide to take my career up there um but yeah aviation is um it's a wonderful industry in that It's huge, but it's really small at the same time.
1: (laughs) So Yeah, it sounds like you've had a lot of overlap with people. You're like, I know them from here and here. (laughs)
2: Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um and I've lived all over the country. So um, you know, so I've I know flight attendants, pilots, customer service agents just everywhere that you just, you know, you run into and and you know, people move within the company as well. So um maybe someone was a customer service agent, I knew them as that, but then one day I walk on the and I'm working with them as a flight attendant or a pilot you know because it just yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty cool interest, industry that way
0: very very cool um so you mentioned you're from Canada so it's good for our viewers to know where we're all tuning in from tonight which um we've we've had a handful of guests from Canada so that's pretty awesome um so how did you and I I, I little back back kind of behind the scenes insight I loved your answers to this but When you felt that fear to make the jump or to make that first kind of action, actionable move, I don't even know if that's a word, Shauna, you can tell me I'm making it up. (laughs) Um, How did you deal with the fear? How did you kind of decide, yeah, I'm just going to do it? Or how do you deal with fear?
2: Well, dealing with fear is something that I think takes a lot of practice and you get better with it um, with time. Um, But the the truth about fear is it's an illusion it's not really there we put it there it doesn't really you know it's it's based on on our beliefs about ourselves whether it's you know i'm not worthy i'm not smart enough i'm not this enough i'm not you know what do people think you know it's these beliefs that we you know that um we've grown up learning that have just been you know infused in our in our dna that um you know that we that we truly believe and that's where our fears stem from but all these beliefs you know a belief is just a thought you keep thinking
0: you know so have you always felt that way about fear or is this something that you've learned
2: oh it's something i've definitely learned over time and and through practice and through breaking things down um you know because and you you got to step back because it's it's an emotion right and you when you step back and, and use your, your logical mind, you know, just for, for example um, I'm coming up on my um, exam. I technically could walk in tomorrow and write my exam for my private license and have my private license and be done with it. But I put it off and I put it off and I put it off. Cause I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't want to fail. You know? And, and, and it's a fear that fear of failure. But then, you know, I sit down and you think, well, why am I afraid to fail? You know, what's, bad about failing what would be the worst case scenario I walk in there and fail what happens I go back in two weeks and I try again no one needs to know and even if they do know do I care not really that much (laughs) and then I'm gonna do it again and then I'll pass and then that'll be the end of it and you know so it's like what what is there really to be afraid of other than what I've built up in my mind you know, and that's, that's the truth. I, I, I truly believe that that's, that is it for all, all fear. It's just, it's an illusion that we create for ourselves and, and it's a way to, that we hold ourselves back, you know, and in my experience, the very best things that have happened to me in my life happen on the other side of that fear. So that, that's, you know,
1: it's such good advice. And hopefully, um, you know, the viewers can take that too, because it is something that you have to teach yourself. it It does take practice control you in so many ways so the way that you've broken it down I think is so helpful for people to understand it um yeah and you know
2: and I think if I hadn't been afraid maybe I would have been a pilot when I was 22 instead of waiting till I was 35 you know or maybe I would have taken on something else who knows um I mean there's no point in breaking that down but it's you know yeah fear can control your life if you
0: let it Yeah. And I mean, your journey has taken you exactly the way it was supposed to. And especially with these connections and how you've gotten there and things, but we're going to go a little deeper. I'm going to ask you to kind of share with us how you would break down fear. And, you know, it it doesn't have to be something huge. It can just be in general, but you, I love that you have such kind of a systematic way of looking at it, that it's like Mm -hmm. you take the emotion out and this is the process. And when you take the emotion out, anything, you know, anything's, achievable
2: yeah well exactly it just it, it, when you sit with it and you say what am i actually afraid of?" you know and i i think for most people it's it's fear of what other people will think yeah. you know? fear, fear of judgment right mm-hmm. um and you know and that's a tough one but that's something you have to come to terms with as an individual i think um is learning to not care what other people think. Um, Cause other people are really just worried about what everyone thinks too. <laughs> and, and worried less about, they're not worried, no one else is worried about it, you know, except for you. And it really doesn't matter. And anyone who has a negative opinion about something that you do really isn't worth your time. So, and that's just what it boils down to, um, you know, and, and failure is just, it's just a lesson it just means you have to practice more or you know you have to try again or you know sometimes failure is just the universe saying not right now
1: yeah you know oh, you think you have such a good perspective and positive attitude <laughs> on everything <laughs> but i think it's really it is great and i think you know you said maybe now at 35 you're being i think that a lot of what you're saying does come with age and and that maturity and being okay with I don't want judgmental people in my life. Like, if these people are going to judge me because I failed, then maybe they're not supposed to be with me. God, they're they're totally not. not. But they're when not. you're 22, that's a lot harder to grapple with, because that's your poor totally. friends, and you, you're still coming to terms with who you are. Yeah.
2: And, like, 35-year-old me would love to just sit down and hug 22-year-old me. <laughs> it's totally going to be fine. <laughs> be I tell people about all the time. Like,
1: if I could talk to young Shauna. yeah. <laughs>
2: Totally. Like, what would you say? I'd say relax and enjoy it. It's going to be fine and it's going to be a lot of fun, you know? So, um, and that's, I mean, yeah, like one of your other questions actually, that kind of brings me to that is, um, what's the best advice you've been given and it's enjoy the process, you know, enjoy. I mean, you're
0: speaking about two really tough things too. Kind of learn through experience um, and I love this so enjoy the process you know we hear it and we say yeah I need to start enjoying the process more but I mean even just through kind of what you share yourself and whether it be in an Instagram story or a post or whatever you talk about that and I think that's so important because it can be so easy to put your eye on the goal and be so frustrated where you are at this moment and you are just so miserable in your life right now because you want to get there. And so I love that, that you're, are a big advocate of that.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, like even so pilots as an example. So, you know, a lot of pilots and a lot of the younger pilots at the airline up North, you know, they're all like, they want to get to WestJet or Air Canada, they're the two big airlines up here. They want, you know, end goal. Right. But I know so many pilots at WestJet and Air Canada who dream of their bush flying days when they were flying float planes and when they're flying on skis and you know um you know and they long for those those days back again right so it like you know you, you we almost wish things away when we have that you know that view in sight we almost wish things away and and you forget to enjoy to enjoy that process there is you know you have your dreams, but there's joy to be had in their creation, you know? And, and in, in that, it's just like, you know, like with me, like I, I, when I graduated high school, this was not my plan, you know? But if you're, if you pay attention and then, you know, these opportunities, they show up and it's like, yeah, why don't I do that? I mean, it wasn't the plan, but maybe something better's over there, you know? So, and if you, just kind of let go and and let life happen like the universe always has way better plans than we do way better <laughs> so you know you just, just you just kind of have to relax and and let it happen so yeah that's uh yeah constant remind I constantly remind myself of that you know I can't be there right now but what's awesome about this moment
1: so yeah good advice mm-hmm. I'm curious from the pilot angle um, what has been like the most surprising thing to you as you're going through this? Cause you probably, again, even though you're not supposed to live in the future, you had a vision of what this would look like and, and is that coming to fruition or, or what has really surprised you? Um, that I'm going to be a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that too.
2: That I'm, do- that I'm doing, this. <laughs> that I can, that I can fly an airplane and not die. That's, <laughs> those are all-
1: Right, let's,
0: let's just get real here this is what <laughs> I'm really excited about. I love it like, I, uh, like, I, I, uh,
2: yeah that's that's the most surprising thing um
1: yeah it just' that's a it, it, answer
2: <laughs> and it's happening and it's completely not what I thought I would be doing um and and how I'm doing it and just yeah, that's the, that's the biggest, the most unexpected thing is that I said I was going to do it and I'm, and I'm doing it. It's happening. And
0: you know, so oh, yeah, that is so cool. I mean, part of it's got to <laughs> feel a little bit like an adrenaline rush, because even as oh. you say it, I could hear that.
2: Oh, it's the best thing ever. Like, and how, <laughs> I, how I describe it is flying an airplane is the closest I've ever felt to having an actual superpower. And it's because I do, I can fly, you know, yeah. first time first time I went up with my instructor and he was like hey you're gonna take off I was like what <laughs> Is that- I can't take off he's like yeah I can it's easy you just throttle and then pull back and you're fine and I was like what and then it's like you do you become like an adrenaline junkie like with that power you feel that rev up and you know you get your 50 rpm you pull back and it just like and up you go and it's just like yes like you just get so high on that it's a- I think I'm in the wrong
0: profession.
1: <laughs> As a fearful flyer, I'm like, it's
2: all you, Ashley. <laughs> well, did you say you're a terrible flyer? I'm a fearful flyer. Yeah. A fearful flyer. Well, what did we say about fear, Shauna? That's true. That's true.
1: <laughs> I'm getting on a plane tomorrow, so I'll channel that. <laughs> well,
2: and, and also, um, you know, I obviously in my current profession see a lot of people who are afraid of flying and um, it's really just, uh, it's a control thing, it's, um, it's a lack of understanding, because you don't know how to fly the plane, so if something terrible happened, you couldn't fix it, right? (laughs) So true. And and that's what it is, and I usually will sit down and explain how the plane works, and how we can't just fall out out of the sky, it's not a thing, it's not gonna happen, you know, it's, physics won't allow it
0: <laughs> god possible. i love the way your brain just puts it so <laughs> kind of analytically matter of factly it's yeah. it's it's refreshing it really is Thank
2: you yeah well it just i had, i had to learn that <laughs> so definitely and you know i still you know get emotional about things and and you know you have to give it your give it its moment You
0: know, you're still human. You're not a robot. That
2: was exactly what I thought. I'm like, but you're not, you're human. Have your moment, be afraid, but then say, why am I really afraid though? What's actually scary about this?
0: Yeah. Just that simple question can just take it right back home.
2: Yeah. What is actually scary? What am I really afraid of? So yeah, not flying.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'll
1: channel it tomorrow as I get on the plane. Definitely channel me tomorrow.
0: (laughs) So talk to us about the discovery flight because we've had a few women in aviation on the red Brawl project and they have all referenced their discovery flight. And I feel like for anybody who tunes into this episode and is listening and thinking about a career in aviation and becoming a pilot, um, it feels like that discovery flight is amazing and you can kind of figure it out pretty quickly but please give us some insight.
2: Well my discovery flight was kind of interesting because we almost didn't get to go because of the weather and um Krista was great and I really connected with Krista too because you know we we knew each other a little bit from before and and so you know we were catching up and she it was you know snowing a little bit and a little bit cloudy and she was afraid to take me up because she didn't want to scare me. She's like, I don't want to, it, if we go up and it is bumpy, like, I don't want to scare you. And have you not want to do this? And I was like, I'm not scared. <laughs> I want to go. Let's do it. We're going. I want to go. And so she finally broke down and, and we went and, uh, you know, we didn't do anything too fancy, but it's, it was just the same, the same thing. You just, the, the, you, you know, you push the throttle up and, and, and away you go. And it's, it's, it's much cooler in a smaller airplane too, because in a, in a 737, which is what um, I'm on it, you don't really feel it, you know, but when you're in a little plane, it's all compact and every turn and every, you know, you feel it, you feel it. And what my discovery flight was on um, uh, a diamond, a DA 20 and it has, so do you know what a yoke is a yoke versus a joystick? Mm -hmm. A yoke is like, you know, the, with the two handles that you hold, it's kind of, kind of more like a steering wheel, but then a joystick is just the one, and it's like, you know, right between your legs, and that was kind of weird, because you're like, it's such a small airplane, and you've got a little joystick between your legs, and and it's just, yeah, I don't know, it just was so, it was so crazy. It was like a real-life video game, and you're like, this is like, I don't know, it just is, it was a really cool experience. I do prefer the yoke to the joystick, I will say. Um, for the control thing, because I just feel more in control when I've got (laughs) two handles to hold on to if I need to. Um, even though really one hand's almost always on the throttle and the other on the, but that's besides the point. But uh I definitely feel more secure with a yoke in uh a 172 versus the diamond. But uh yeah, no, it was just it was great. And it was great to go up with a girl. So I'm really glad I made that connection. And I can't even speak to why. That's a comfort thing for women, but I think, I don't know, just, it, it, just seeing someone, you know, that you can relate to doing, doing that is, yeah. is you know, it, it's just, I don't know, it's more fun. <laughs> it's more fun and it's less threatening and, and, uh, you know, it was way more at ease and, and yeah, so no, it was great. The story play was awesome. <laughs> so, and then I went up with her again before, I was able, cause the school that I'm going to, they, they delayed their startup. Um, but I already got into my ground school and I was like, can we go up again? And, and, but this time we went up, we had better weather and uh, we got to do some spins and some stalls and steep turns. And she showed me some more stuff. And, and that was, that one was almost, it was almost more fun than my discovery flight. Cause I had a better understanding and, and we got to, got to do some crazy stuff. So.
0: And is this co-pilot is, is this female pilots name Natasha? No. Okay. Um, Krista, Krista. Okay. All right. I didn't know if that was your mentor who. No, 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 no.
2: Okay. My mentor, um, Tash is uh, actually from dance. I'm, I'm a dancer kind of. Or I was, um, a kind of. <laughs> yeah, I used, to, I used to dance a bit. Um, and I met her through dance and, uh, yeah, she's, yeah, definitely my, my shout out and inspiration. Um, and yeah just because like i think i said on your questionnaire there um she's um she's just allowed me to to blossom you know she's like and i've had lots of different mentors and and lots of teachers um through dance and otherwise and uh she kind of just lets you flow she just she it's like she just understands that there's a process and uh that all of her students make mistakes and they're going to and they have to and then that that's you know part of their becoming and um yeah and that's she's just she's really special that way and I don't even dance very much anymore but I still talk to her about just about everything and anytime something's happening um I I reach out to her still and you know can talk to her about it and whenever you know I can be in a total panic about something and she'll just say it's okay. It's gonna be fine, you know. That's just it's just where you are right now, and that's okay, you know. Um, and I think that's you know that's how I've you know again from the the questionnaire. Um, how do you you know empower and support women? And it's just that. It's watching and allowing their process, you know, and not hovering and saying, oh, you should have done this or you should have done that. And and that's something I've gotten from every pilot I've met since I started my license. Um, you know, don't go here, go here. Don't do it this way, do it that way. Um, you know, make sure when you're building your hours to for your commercial that you're doing this rating, that rating, this rating, you know, and that you, you know, and and don't like just everyone's got their way. Like this is the this is how you should do it. And everyone will impose what they think is best. But really what they're telling you is what's, what's best for them. Mm -hmm. and what would have been best for them right but um tash and and you know myself how i try to support women and just everyone is to allow that process to happen you know um allow allow those fears to happen you know let people experience their fears um and learn that they can get past them you know that it's all part of the process so um yeah and just it's okay all these things are okay. All the bad things are, are, it's going to be okay. You know, so feel it, enjoy it, you know, learn, grow. Um, yeah. (laughs) So
1: there are so many takeaways that I hope the viewers of this episode, um, get from everything you're sharing, but especially when you were describing your flight and just your passion for your new career. I think that there are so many people that are afraid to take that leap, make that change um, because it's not what they planned or it's not the the easy way to go. Um, Again, it's pushing through that fear, but that joy you had as you described that flight, I hope that the viewers see that and and it really resonates with them if they're grappling with a decision like that yes well and I mean with with
2: anything and and I think that's how you know something's right is how it makes you feel right we very we're lucky we have an internal guidance system that's just there right and if you take a minute and you listen to it it's going to tell you what's right you know every time anytime you make a bad decision you knew it was a bad decision you know, you can, pretend you, did, you can pretend you didn't think that. You can say you didn't, yeah. you know, um, but you knew, you knew it wasn't right. Cause there was that feeling that said, Oh, I don't know about this. And that's another takeaway from my mentor. She always says, um, if your gut says no, it's a hell no. If your gut says yes, it's a hell yes. If your gut says maybe it's still a hell no. <laughs> right? And that,
1: right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Listen to it. Listen to it. Wait for that. Yes. Wait for that hard. Yes. You know, so, and then run
1: with it. So much good stuff tonight. <laughs> good. So happy
2: you think that. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I mean, I think everybody will as they're, they're hearing your story. Um, and whether or not it's a career in aviation they want, I think it's just that passion you have for following your dreams and not being afraid to change the course or, um, go after what you want. Well, and I mean, even
2: if it doesn't work out, like, at least you tried. And maybe, maybe, like, maybe, maybe, um, like, look at, at Lisa, right? Like, she, how she started as, um, a flight attendant and became a mechanic. So maybe, you know, maybe you're not sure if you want to be a pilot, but you want to try it and maybe you'll go flying and you're like, I don't know if I want to fly, but airplanes are cool. Maybe I want to be a mechanic, you know? So like, there's just, there's so many things that along the way that can change your course. And, and, and if you feel a passion for something, there's a reason that passion's there. If you're feeling that magnetism towards something,
0: um, there's a reason go figure out what it is. Explore. So Ashley, would you give, do you think that you would give the same advice to a woman thinking about becoming a pilot or just getting involved in aviation, who is say 18, 22, 32, 39, 40. So go ahead.
2: Um, Well, just, yeah, it doesn't matter. Age doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, And it also doesn't matter if you have kids, if you don't have kids, if you're married, if you're not married, if you, if you have a pet, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. One of the biggest things that people have said to me since taking a career in aviation and as a flight attendant too is, well, don't you want to have kids? Like, Yes, maybe. (laughs) We'll see. But what does that have to do with anything? Oh, well, you can't have kids if you're a pilot. Sure I can. Lots of pilots have kids, you know, but it's, it's a thing that, that, you know, it's like a something people have about women is that you know they feel a that we need to have kids, which not all women do, but b that we can't have big exciting careers because we need to be home with the kids. Um, and you know, and I and I get that, and I respect women that need to be home with their kids if that's the type of mother you are. But I work with tons of flight attendants that are mothers, and and a lot of them will work one day pairings so that they're home every day, but. Sometimes mommy needs 24 hours in Barbados to keep her <laughs> busy you know? So whatever works for, you know, it, each individual person. And if you want, you know, to be a pilot and have a family and be home every day, you can be a flight instructor, you know, and, and then you'll be home every day. Or you can, like, there's just, there's so many facets to aviation. You don't have to be, you know, away for six days at a time, or you don't have to go fly, you know two month contracts in, in Europe. he like, there's, there's so much, there's so many different ways to build your life in aviation, um, or as a pilot, um, that it just don't listen to anybody. You can make it again, illusion. These things are all illusions and all beliefs that and just thoughts that we keep telling ourselves. Um, and it stops us from doing things, but it, so it, it sounds not- like
0: there's many different, um, paths, In aviation, if somebody's thinking about getting in it, but they think, "Oh, I want to do this this with my life as well," so I can't do that. That doesn't mean it's a direct no. It just means explore and find out, um, which is a great segue into if if people want to reach out to you, if women want to reach out to, you are you open to chat and
2: please, please, I would love that. Mm -hmm. I would love that, and uh, I don't know. You might have seen I did feature some female pilots um, before I went up north last. and they were all different and i tried to like i featured someone who has kids and whose husband's a pilot and she carried her kids while she was flying and you know and then another girl who was engaged and planning her wedding and working on her license and then another girl who's single and, and has a dog you know <laughs> like it just it you can make it work for you it is such a diverse industry and there's so many options and i would love to hear from anyone who's thinking about it and you know it, absolutely i would love that so that's the that's the point that's the whole purpose of
0: sharing my story is I want people to reach out. So, yeah. And I love the options. I like the availability of options. So yeah, um, it's not a one size fits all as any, I mean, nothing in life is. So that's really cool. Absolutely
2: not. Like there's so many, and even, you know, at, like, like at WestJet, like there's the option for people to request just one day flying and you just go and you do, you know, you go to Miami and back and you go home and that's your day right if you don't want to go away for 5 days at a time you don't have to and that's even at larger airlines you know so but like where i work up north um they're home every night right and if you're a flight instructor you're working at flight school you're home every night so it's just it, it's funny things that we tell ourselves and teach ourselves that this is going to stop me from doing this because so um you know and even yeah, it's just, we're funny. We're, humans are funny. (laughs) We're funny. So we're our own worst enemy. And, uh, yeah, but there's all of that is illusion. If you want something, it's yours. You just have to be brave enough to do it, to say, I want that. I'm going to do it. So,
1: You talked a little bit about your superpower, being able to fly, actually fly. Um, And when we think about the red bra, we think about that as a superpower, whether it's hidden under our clothes or on the outside and people can see it. But when you think about it in those terms, what would you say is one of your red bra moments? Um, Well, for my flight test,
2: so I still have to do the written exam, but I did the actual in the plane, like, examination. Um, and where I was in Fort Smith, it's, um, what's called a mandatory frequency, which means it's really chill, the radio, the air traffic control. Like you just, you got to tell, you just got to tell somebody what you're doing. So when it came, when I was ready for my flight test, they called transport Canada to get an examiner up to Fort Smith to do it, but they would not send anybody because send anyone because they only had one student. So they were going to be sending someone just for me and it was too expensive. They wanted at least two students. And I was so upset and I just thought it came all this way and I've spent all this money and I've done all these hours and I'm not going to be, I'm not gonna be able to do it or I'm going to have to go do it somewhere else with a plane that I don't know or like, you know, and different airport, yada, yada, yada. So my flight instructor found a few different options and the best option was that I fly the plane to Fort McMurray into a control zone for the very first time and do my flight test which was terrifying
0: by yourself terrifying. no he
2: came with me <laughs>
0: okay i was gonna no. say oh my, no. how does that he work
2: I, but he came with me but uh even still um to you know your first experience in a control zone to be your um your flight test was super intense and i didn't want to do it i didn't want to do it i was i wanted, just any possible option, you know, and then the, one of the other options was there was, um, an examiner who had his own plane who would fly up if I paid for him to fly up. And I just thought I'm going to spend a thousand dollars. It might as well be towards hours that I'm building, mm-hmm. you know? So I said, all right, let's do it. We're going. And, uh, down we went. And then I was so nervous cause I didn't, I wasn't used to the airport and there was so many people and we took off for my flight test. And I just heard just everybody chirping in, my, you know, talking to the ATC and I was just like, get out of my head. Like it was so much, it was so intense, but uh, I was like, I'm not leaving here without doing my flight test. I'm not. Um, yeah. And I guess that's, that's the most recent one for me, I guess, was, was doing that. And it just, you know determination, right? Because I just I was like, enough! I'm not leaving. I'm doing this. You're doing it. <laughs> you're doing it. And you're gonna pass. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. And I did, and I passed, and it was awesome. So, yeah. Congrats to you. Thank
1: you. That is Thank you. a red, brown moment for sure. <laughs> oh
0: gosh, yeah. And there's no turning around once you say, "Okay, I'm there. I'm coming now. You're up. You're up in the sky." <laughs> exactly.
2: So. Um, yeah, but I thought about coming down and, and trying to find another place to do it. But the thing is, when you get out of practice, like it, it's something you want to be doing fairly regularly, um, especially before an exam, right? So, because um, if I had come down, it would have taken a few weeks probably to find another spot, and I would have wanted to go up in the plane a few times and get used to the airport and, you know, all of that. So um, I was just like, no, nope, this has to happen. It has to happen. We got to do it. I'm going. We're going. And I was totally freaked out the whole time, um, but it worked out fine. <laughs> so there. Yeah. Very
1: cool. Well, Ashley, where can viewers find you if they want to use you as a mentor, or ask you all these questions?
2: Yeah, um, I, you can find me on Instagram um, at aviate underscore her. Um, and yeah, just drop me a message. I'm posting stuff when I'm flying or when I'm doing either kinds of flying, when I'm flying, in the front or if i'm working in the back um i'm posting about my layovers and and all kinds of fun stuff uh that i'm doing when i'm not out north so yeah and please reach out i love i'd love to hear from anybody so
0: yeah it's so awesome and we'll make sure to um kind of connect everything and give you all the ways to connect with ashley and thank you guys all for being here and i'm just going to do a quick little thank you and of course ashley if you've watched any of our episodes you know that we end every show with a quote and I know Shauna has one picked out for you but I just want to say thank you to everybody for tuning in and if you hear this story and you think about somebody who could really appreciate it please share with them take a second and like like what you hear come and follow us at the Red Braw Project and nominate another incredible um, woman who has a story to share as well Um, we feature all kinds of stories from all over the globe so Ashley thank you for your time tonight it really means a lot that we you were with us we're honored to have you.
1: Thank you so much. It's been my pleasure. I always love when I select a quote too. And as I'm going through the episode, I was like, yes, this is, this is the one, this is it. And I kept thinking that, um, as we were learning more and more about you and the quote is we cannot become what we want by remaining what we are. And it's by Max Dupree. And I just think that's so you because it you didn't stay where you were, you knew you had to push through the sphere and it's everything you have kind of talked about tonight. And um, I'll echo everything Renee said, just a beautiful story, and I feel so honored to be here with you tonight.
2: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. It's yeah. been so much fun.
1: Well, thank you, everybody. Um, I'm going to do the closing, because I haven't in a while, if that's okay. So um, make sure, if you have not already, hit that bell and subscribe to the Red Braw Project. Um, it's up in the there's a bell, there's a subscribe button, hit it all. get alerts for our upcoming videos so that you can meet wonderful people like Ashley and future upcoming guests. We are so glad you joined us tonight. Follow us at the or at the Red bra Project um, on Instagram and that way you can get all the information about Ashley and our other guests as well. So thank you again, Ashley. We look forward to following your journey. And thank you so much again.
0: Okay, guys. Bye, guys. Bye everybody. have a great night. so much for spending some time with us on the Red Bra Project. We are so excited you stopped by. If the story resonated with you, if you could take one second and share it with somebody who needs it in their life, we would be so grateful. Stories hold so much power. We'd love to hear from you. So tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. Come on over and say hi to us at the Red Bra Project on Instagram. You can check the full written blog post on our website, theredbrawproject.com, and every single one of our podcasts has a video to go with it over on our YouTube channel, The Red Bra Project. So thank you again for joining us, and we will see you soon.